Welcome back to the one, the only, world-famous, often-imitated, never-duplicated, Dapper Dividends podcast. I am your host with the most, the hardest-working, most awesomest dividend investor, just like you. I'm a blue-collar guy. I weld, I get dirty at work, I got calluses on my hands, as my daughter told me today. Ew, why are your hands so crusty? Maybe you need moisturizer. My name is Russ. What's up? I'm so happy to have you back here with me once again to talk a little bit about dividend investing. And this is a fun one because, surprise alert, if you get the newsletter, this will be no surprise for you. So apparently... I should have said spoiler alert. That's the word I was looking for, where we're going to talk about the... Sorry, I can't keep that voice up. That's not how I really talk. I'm just adding a little bit of pizzazz to it. You know, you got to add that panache, that swig swagger to it. That's what you got to do to keep the folks entertained. If you want to keep coming into their ear holes for however long this is going to be, I don't know. It's Sunday night. The feeling's all right. I'm going to be going live with my buddy Ryan Williams here in a moment. I, if you get the newsletter, let's get back to that. First things first, stop following the the shiny object. You would have known what this is about. But this we're going to tell you, dear dividend investing listener, the absolute best dividend stock to buy that is under $10. Why did we pick $10? I don't know. That's just an arbitrary number that looks pretty good. It looks too, it's cheap, not penny stock cheap. Not five cents, tens, not $150. It's 10, 10 bucks. You got 10 bucks. You can spend 10 bucks, right? I want to start off every episode with reading a fun comment from the Apple, the Apple review from the Apple Podcast app. And nobody left one that's new. So I'm going to go back to June 2nd of 2023, where we can see Jedediah J, right? <laughs> like Casey Kasem, right? Hello, everybody. I'm Casey Kasem. Jedediah J writes to us and says, very helpful to a novice investor. (laughs) Let's belay my last. If you remember, that's our naval term, naval nautical term that you get to learn right here in addition to (laughs) dividend investing stuff. Once again, Jedediah J writes to us with a five-star review and says, very helpful to a novice in the investing world. Pay attention to his book recommendations. Jedediah J, we thank you so very much for your review. And if you, dear dividend investing listener, would like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, make it goofy, make it quirky, make it weird, wild, and wacky, we don't care. I will be happy to read one of them. Whichever one grabs my grabs my eye, tickles my fancy, floats my boat, I will read that on this very right here podcast episode for you to hear and enjoy. So... You know, it's a funny thing. I literally today has been busy. Beautiful fall day here in the Chicagoland region. Went with my family to go apple picking. First of all, yes, I'm going to tie apple picking into dividend investing. But I want to say $10 for a quarter peck. How much is a peck? A peck is about 10 apples. That's about what I fit in my little plastic see-through bag there. So about a buck an apple is what it cost us to go apple picking. But, you know, as we like to say, you can't buy memories. You can make memories and memories may cost money to make. And that's something I'm struggling on. I gave my look, my wife the side eye look when it was like 10 bucks a person. There's four of up. I'm like, 40 bucks? Because 10 times four is currently 40, unless they haven't changed the math that I learned in Cook 
County grade school. Uh, it's about 40 bucks for us to go apple picking with uh, my brother-in-law and his family and my daughters, his cousins, because that's how lineage works and all that. But yeah, it was all right. Beautiful day. We spent about a little over maybe an hour and a half there. Uh, got my fill of apples because <laughs> we try the apples and I don't know. But either way, try before you buy. That was kind of my first thought about dividend investing is that when I buy a new stock, first of all, I see it, it looks shiny, it's up there on the tree, it's hanging, it's that juicy looking red shiny apple and I'm like, ooh, that looks nice, I want to get me some of that. I was talking with my buddy Ryan Williams about people being yield junkies, like with TSLY, everybody's chasing that 50 58% yield, whatever it is, and I was like, you know, it just, I'm skeptical and I'm going to be skeptical until I'm proven wrong. I don't trust it. I don't think it's going to be a good long-term investment. A, because there's so many moving parts to it. I don't fully understand how that ginormous 58% yield is being created. But there's something called synthetic covered calls. And there's leverage. And there's all this kind of stuff that I'm like, you know what, buddy? <laughs> I'm out. I don't, I'm not going to screw. I've gotten my hands burnt before. I got the scars to prove it from trying to chase yield. So I'm not going to be a yield junkie. I learned my lesson. And if it looks too good to be true, in the world of Wall Street and financial markets, a free lunch is often promised, but very rarely is it delivered. You might get a couple, you know, you might get a couple French fries that fall your way, but you ain't going to get the whole steak, the whole T-bone tomahawk steak from Mike Ditka's restaurant. You ain't going to get that. Uh, it looks like you will. So maybe they'll let you lick the gristle off the floor. That's kind of how I feel like it is with TSLY until they kick you out and they're like, thank you. We got your money. Goodbye. We're closing up. Chop. No more TSLY. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it'll go. But either way, come on. You didn't think of that. Who thinks to sing a song about TSLY? This guy does. But I digress. So we got the apple hanging there, and I was like, that looks good, just like a stock looks good. And I pick it, and I look it over. It looked pretty good, right? Look good. No holes, no worms, <laughs> no larva crawling out of it or anything of that such magnitude. And I take a bite of it. Some of them are really good, and I'm like, all right, let's grab a couple more of these. A couple of them I took a bite of, and I was like, eh, I don't like that. Not, not very good. Don't want any of these. So... I kind of did that with NextEra Energy Partners, ticker NEP, where, you know, I feel like I need skin in the game. It's really hard for me to look into a stock without owning it. I do my cursory, uh, surface level, look-see. Look, we have a look-see before we add it to the portfolio, Leo, and we want to see if it's going to meet our metrics and it looks good. So I'll buy one share, maybe two shares. And then because I got skin in the game, I'm like, you know, I better look into this. Well, deeper into it. We want to go deeper, people. A lot deeper. Go so deep until it hurts. <laughs> Don't go deep until it hurts. You got to have permission. But I give myself permission to look into these stocks. And when I looked into Nextair Energy Partners, it looked to me like they were, I, I think I remember, I remember them being in real estate, in finance, in lending, in energy, in clean energy, in 
liquid nat natural gas, LNG, natural gas. Boy, I, I, it's just, it was all over the place. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what gives them a competitive advantage to keep producing this. Well, remember, we're buying a stock for the business because it's the business that's going to pay the dividend. So we can be attracted by the dividend, right? You see pretty apples on trees. You don't see pretty ladies on trees unless it's some weird, weird place that you're going apple picking. Probably would cost a lot of money, but some things look pretty and pretty appealing. But then when you dig into it, you get down, you know, uh, put it this way. As a young man, this very host of the Dapper Dividends podcast was in a gentleman's club in Norfolk, Virginia, or as they call it, Norfolk. I don't remember the name of it, but it was a gentleman's club. And that's when an 18-year-old Dapper Dividends podcast host learned that women's brassiers really can do a lot of amazing things. And at one point, I was like, hey, uh, can I give you a few extra bucks to put the brassiere back on? Because it's kind of killing the fantasy here. <laughs> so dividend investing, I suppose, is much like the same thing. When you get an up-close and in-depth look... And go under the sheets, you go behind the brassiere. It may not look like all that it was cracked up to be, but that's life. And some things are indeed that nice. J&J, &J, Procter & Gamble, you know, companies like that. So, I know, we're very strange. And come on, come on. Where else are you going to hear somebody equate dividend investing to being in a gentleman's club? Honestly, I think that's like my newfound power in this world is to be able to equate almost anything to dividend investing. But I was thinking about that back to reality about the apple that, you know, once we got the little basket my daughter had, we got the apple down, couple of them up high. Dude, I couldn't see it very good. I was like, I don't know. It looks good. Let's go grab one. So we'd grab it bring it down and then we turn it over and see on the backside there was like split open or there was a big hole or half of it was rotten. And I think a lot of the same thing applies to dividend investing and to potential spouses for those of you who are not yet married. And maybe some of you that are married, it might just take longer to reveal itself. I don't know. Either way, that was my experience with the Apple. So we got our packs, quarter pound pack, four quarter pound packs uh, for 10 bucks each. And that's what we did. Beautiful day. Made some memories and I love it. So there you go. Just know that some things like for me, Next Air Energy Partners was too hard to understand its competitive advantage. So I put it in that proverbial too hard pile and moved on to something I do understand a little bit better. Like consumer staple stocks. We just did a video on that. I compared... 14 snack stocks. Yes, somebody called out and said, you can't really quantify like, you know, Dr. Carry Dr. Pepper and uh, Coca-Cola as snacks. They're liquids. And I'm like, okay, well, for the video, it works. <laughs> I'll allow it. We'll stretch it. Just roll with it. You know, it's going to be okay. But we found out the number one. I compare, did a comparison. Uh, I'll have a link in the description below for you to check that out. So, uh, I don't want to spoil it. Come on. I'm not desperate, but put it this way. The winner was either uh, PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, or Mondelez. So one of those. If you, if you care to look further, then go watch that video. But are you ready 
No, you're not ready. You know why? Because we have to do the latest news. What is the latest news that you can use, dear dividend investor, as I am stalling myself to catch up here? I got it, and here we go. I could have just paused this and cut it out, but what fun would that be? Quite honestly, what fun. Here we go. Pinnacle, the electric utility stock, ticker PNW, which is Arizona's largest electric utility, raised their dividend 1.7%, which is their 12th straight year of increasing payouts. Yay, Pinnacle. They have a dividend yield of 4.74%, dividend safety score of 70 Crown Castle, which is a competitor to American Tower, AMT. Ticker CCI, they kept their dividend flat after they had raised the payout every October for the past nine years. So, hey, if you're in CCI, something to be aware of because every October, nine years in a row, they raise the dividend. We hit October and no dividend raise. As my guy, Mike, the dividend guy from up north there in Canada would say, "Uh uh-oh, they forgot to raise the dividend. So Crown Castle apparently forgot to raise their dividend. And uh, it says here there was lease cancellations from Sprint, which is now a part of T-Mobile, rising interest rates and reduced 5G spending by major carriers. And that looks like it's going to be a bit of a bugaboo for Crown Castle, but still dividend yield of 7.27%. Dividend safety score of 61. And last but not least, quick little bit of news here from Simply Save Dividends. OKE, they refreshed their outlook on Oneok. I think it's Oneok or 1OK. 5.65% yield. Dividend safety score of 60. So that was the news on that. And now I'm going to get for you the... Well, <laughs> well I'm going to get for you what you came here for, what you clicked on the video... Well, it's not a video. It's a podcast episode. Sorry. I get confused. And that's why you love me and you still let me do this to you. But this, again, was in the newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, click the link in the show notes and go to DapperDividends.com. That is the website that my wife put together. We do need some new pictures up there. But hey, you know what? It'll suffice. You know, we're not going on a date here. It's not my dating profile. You know, I've heard... Thankfully, I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit older. I've never gone on any kind of internet date or used internet dating or apps or anything like that. Hey, I met my wife on the dance floor of a bar in Chicago, an alternative punk goth bar at about 2.30 in the morning on a Saturday night, like normal people do. That's what normal people do. But we have, we've, her and I, we've never used any kind of uh, internet dating or anything like, you know, Match.com, eHarmony.com, or our favorite, you don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. And I wish I could use FarmersOnly. I don't wish I could use FarmersOnly. I don't know. Is it still around? God bless you, farmers. You, you people. <laughs> you people. What do you mean, you people there, boy? I'm going to wake up and there's going to be a haysickle laying next to me. Okay, so here's the thing that I was going to tell you about, which was in the newsletter, which you can sign up for, is that I simply ask you, have you ever looked at a stock price and immediately thought, oh, dude, no, that is way too expensive. You know, maybe you can't bring yourself to pay $1,831.25 for a share of Chipotle Mexican Grill, ticker CMG. 
That's crazy, right? Chipotle Mexican Grill is currently $1,800 a share. And you might be thinking like, whoa, like I could get a share of Verizon for about 30 bucks. So why would I pay $1,800 for a share of Chipotle when it doesn't even pay a dividend? Well, I'll tell you why. There's obviously a lot of things that influence uh, that influence the share price like earnings, profitability. That's how what the management is doing with every dollar that comes in the door. You know, if a business is selling dollars for dimes, that's not very good management. That's not very profitable. You'd have a lot of revenue, but you're not going to do a lot with that. So debt affects it and the shares outstanding all play a role into the share price. But thankfully, dear dividend investing listener, nowadays we have a secret weapon to add to our very arsenal of building wealth. What is it? Well, it's commission-free trades and fractional shares, which I guess actually is two secret weapons, both of which aren't really like that secret anymore, but we're going to go with it. The point of it is that I don't want you to forget that whether you buy a full share of Chipotle Mexican Group did I say Chipotle Mexican Group? What's Chipotle Mexican Group, Uncle Russ? Well, little Jimmy, that's a gang that is a burrito gang. And, you know, you got to be careful. You don't want to... No, so a full share of... Let's <laughs> start that over. I don't want you to forget that whether you buy a full share of Chipotle Mexican Grill, right? Or you buy $5 worth of CMG. That's easier for me to remember right now you still get to participate in the exact upside or downside, if there is any, and the dividend yield, if there is one. And again, when we were talking about Chipotle Mexican Group, if we go back to the 1st of 2023, it was $1,371.13 was C Chipotle Mexican Grill. Did I say group again? I'm not going to go back and listen. I may have. If I did, I apologize to anybody in the CM group. So yes, if you would have bought $5 of CMG for $1,300, you would have owned 0.36% of a share, but you'd have the exact same 33.56% gain on your investment. That's how much Chipotle has increased since January 3rd is 33.5%. So whether you own $5, which is, you know, a little less than, not a half, I don't know how to say that. I'm, I told you, you know me. Hey, hey, you know me, I'm bad at math. So whether you own 0.36% of a share or a thousand shares, you still will have the same 33.5% gain. And I think that's pretty powerful for you to understand because it really does level the playing field. And a lot of us want to think like, you know, <laughs> beat it in your head. You don't have to own that full share of a stock. And I love it because... I always picture somebody in the you know in the, in a busy marketplace maybe you're in Starbucks you're waiting in line and then you're just going to start beating you you don't have to own a full share of stock I don't have to own a full share of stock and they will probably escort you out maybe call some nice men that wear some kind of uniform and they will take you somewhere where you can get the help and rest and relaxation that you so very desperately need so you don't it's a figure of speech boys and girls uh, so basically that's the only downside that i can see you hear me transition back to the notes here yeah 
The only downside to fractional shares that I think is that the brokerage makes this a possibility. And I experienced this when I moved way back yonder in the end of 2018 from Robin Hood to Schwab. Or was that in 2020? Either way, it was either the end of 2018 or the end of 2019. Memory's a little bit fuzzy right now. But any shares I had that were full shares would move over to Schwab, but anything that was fractional, I got cash for. So that's something you should be aware of, is that unless you own the full share and you wanna move it, so pretty much from what I understand is if it's a, you for CMG, if you wanna buy that $5 worth, Schwab has the whole share and they break it apart into fractional shares and that's what you get to keep. So technically they own it and you air fingers quote own it, but if you want to move off the platform and put that shares into somewhere else, unless you have a full share, they will not let you do it and you'll get cash, which you know, could be good if it's converted to cash. So there it is, ladies and germs, to quote Tim Ferriss. The absolute best stock under $10 is virtually anything that you can buy fractional shares of which you think is going to be a great investment. And yes, that can include... ETFs as well as mutual funds. So anything you can buy fractional shares of, have at it. You don't have to buy the full share. Do never, do, do never ever forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, don't ever ever please forget that you don't need to buy a full share of stock. You can I don't know what that is. That's almost like Southern Preacher. And I want you to know. Ladies and gentlemen, that you don't have to own that full share of dividend stock, or even if it doesn't pay a dividend, you will get the same return on those shares, fractional or whole. <laughs> amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. So that's that's it. It's a Sunday night. We're having our little investing communion together, but... Actually, that's silly to say because I'm uploading this on Monday morning because I've had a heck of a weekend. So I guess in spirit and in good faith, unless you are listening to this next Sunday night, that was great. So anyway, do you think that was a clickbait title? You know, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at RustyRam78 or just email me, Russ at DapperDividends.com and let me know if that was indeed clickbaity or not. You know, I didn't receive any dividends this week, so crying emoji face, no dividends received this week, but I did buy a few shares of some stuff. I bought two shares of SCHD at $71.15, one share of Realty Income at $49.93, and one share of Harrow Health, Harrow Incorporated, excuse me, they changed their name, ticker HROW at $15.71, and then it immediately dropped about a dollar and some change to where I could have bought it lower, lower, but that's one that I think is for the future. I think one day they will easily be over $80 a share. When is that day going to be? I don't know, but I do like the CEO. This is one of my non-dividend investment, I don't want to say plays, it's one of my non-dividend stocks that I'm invested in. Uh, they do eye care, eye drugs. Uh, they're trying to become like one of the biggest, uh, most well-known, reputable, and just all-around great company in the eye care, eye pharmaceuticals, ophthalmologic, I believe they call it nowadays. 
And that's what I bought. So I think you should look into none of those if you don't want to. I don't know. I'm trying to smoothly wrap this up and end this. I got to get ready for a live stream with my guy Ryan Williams. So I hope you check that out. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. A little bit shorter than normal, but hey, that's okay. It's kind of, you know, it is like Pee Wee's Playhouse around here. It's goofy time. I try to get you to laugh. I don't want to be boring. Uh, what I heard Aswath the Motorin say once, the greatest sin that an educator can make is to be boring. Don't be boring. You know, don't just don't be boring. I hope I've done that. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you maybe have even learned a little bit something while well, I get to be a little goofy. And you know what? I'm punk rock. Anybody can be punk rock, but I love punk and... I I do things my own way. I think it's so cool that I'm in this space talking about investing, things I've taught myself, having some fun. And I do hope that you will come back next week. And please, if you haven't, leave a review. Be goofy about it. I don't care. The goofier, the probably the goofier, the goofier that it is, the more likely I will be to read that. So Thank you so very much. Sign up for that newsletter. Uh, just go to damperdividends.com. All the portfolios, everything's over there. You can check out. And I do look to talk. No, I do look forward to talking to you once again next week, dear dividend investing listener. I have been Russ, and I thank you for your listenership. I will talk to you next week, everybody. So long.